Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of season two. Literally so insane and just so thankful to the Lord that I literally made it this far because I normally don't always stick with things, so only God. But I'm so happy that you all are still listening at this point too, which is crazy. I took a little bit of a break, as y'all probably know. Um, in between season one and two, just to kind of regroup and rest and reset uh, for another great season. And so I have some great guests coming up that I know you all will enjoy. Um, This next topic that Stephanie's about to talk about, I know is hard for certain people to be able to talk about, um, but Stephanie does a great job speaking truth and love and just direct wisdom from the Lord. And I think you all will gain a lot from it. I don't think I know you all will gain a lot from it. And I'm really excited for y'all to hear because she's just hilarious and so much fun. And I'm so excited for this new journey of season two. Woo! It's going to be fun, different, and still the same, but obviously glorifying the Lord through it all. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Authentic. In the first episode of season two, which everyone keeps laughing about me calling it season two, but it's a new year, a new season, took a little bit of a break. I have one of my favorite people on the podcast today, Stephanie. I've known Stephanie for a while because we're both in Pi Fi together and we both also go to refuge together. So our paths cross like every day, which is so exciting and fun. And so today we're just going to be talking about kind of resisting temptations on the podcast. Um, Probably you see by the title, so don't be scared because Stephanie's really fun and it will be a fun episode. (laughs) Um, But before we kind of get into like the more deep stuff, let us just know a little bit about who you are um, before we get started. Okay, so hi, yes, I'm Stephanie. Um, One thing I was going to say is that I'm going to be 21 on Thursday, which is really exciting. Um, I'm a junior at LSU, and I'm doing industrial engineering, and um, I've moved a lot. I'm from California. I was born there, and then I was raised in Florida, and then I came to Texas, and now I go to school in Louisiana, so it's been a lot of moving and stuff. Um, I'm a big sports person. I've played a lot of different sports, like mainly water polo and swimming and soccer, and um, as of right now, I have a great boyfriend, and I'm really happy about that because that kind of goes in hand of what we're kind of talking about and stuff. So, yeah. Yay. So, also, just to kind of start off, I think it would be cool if you just kind of told us your testimony and your relationship with the Lord and um, all that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I definitely moved a lot. Like I said, um, I was only in California for like three or four years and then I went to Florida and I was raised there and I was definitely more of like a teacher's pet like big time nerd started a recycling club oh my um, gosh swam literally got straight A's like besties with the principal had like two actual friends and stuff like that so that was about um halfway through eighth grade and then my dad was like hey like I got a job opportunity in Texas and I was like, you know what, like, I'm down to go wherever. And we moved to Texas. And I was like, wait, absolutely no one knows me. This is what I'm about like 14 ish. Um, That's my mind. I'm like, nobody knows me. I like can reinvent myself. Maybe this is an opportunity for me to be cool and accepted and find the most popular group of people and just insert myself with them. And so that's kind of what I did. I um, got there middle of eighth grade. I found like a girl that I thought was popular and I sat with her and I talked to her and I ended up being pretty good friends with 
um, a bunch of like the well-known people. And then we moved into high school and all of them went to the same high school as me. And so I was kind of already in that like atmosphere. And um, I got invited to like my first couple parties I've ever been to. I joined Varsity Elite for both um, swimming and water polo. And so I was friends with a lot of um, the older people too. And so starting off my freshman year, I was just really involved in the party life. And freshman through um, senior year, I um, went to a bunch of the um, senior parties and just like my other friends and the atmosphere, like also just in Texas was kind of like a major hookup culture too. So just going to parties and drinking and smoking and just like hooking up with like your friends was just like something that was like really cool and something like personally, I was just like, okay, like if I check these boxes, if I do these things, I'm going to be accepted and everyone's going to like me. So like, that's what I did for like a long time. And it all kind of like added up and it just kind of went for me, like going to one person to the next person, whether that was a girl or a guy, just like wanting to be accepted in that way. And I found that that was just so draining and empty. And I just couldn't figure out why, like, since I was doing all these things I thought were great and that everybody loved, like why I was feeling so bad about it. And so that I went through that, um, around my junior year, I ended up dating this one guy who was my first boyfriend and, um, he was a year older than me and we dated for a while and we fell into a uh, major sexual sin, but I thought like, okay, like this is my person. Like that's going to make me feel accepted. Like he like cares about me a lot. And then we ended up breaking up and he went to um, another college and I then a year later went to LSU and we got back together. And that first semester of my freshman year, was like COVID and just everything. And he was at a college in Texas. And so I was very reliant on him because I didn't have any friends here. And um, he just kind of like faced on me every night and he was just like my person and he was gonna visit. And it was just like a very like depressing path that I was kind of going down because he couldn't be there through me with everything. And there was obviously something else like missing in my life which I ended up finding the next semester. So second semester of my freshman year was when I started going to refuge because I went on a walk with one of my dad's old friends who like recommended it to me. And she was like, Hey, like, yeah, like, I don't know if you're looking for it. She was super sweet about it. And she was like, Hey, like, that's just a thing. And I like would say that I was like a Christian my whole life. And it was mainly just because I was like, Oh, like I believe in God and that's all that you need. And like, that's what I thought it all was. And I went to church every now and then, but never really like knew what it was to like walk with God. So I came to refuge and it was just kind of like a, wow, like they really like have a purpose, like how to walk with God, like just like different, like things I just didn't think about. And, um, that kind of put me in a different perspective. And then I went to a class with them and just got really involved with them and met such intentional kind people that actually cared about me and I just didn't understand that at first honestly because I just went through like a whole party phase where everybody just cared about how popular you were and I realized how important that was and I ended up um, breaking up with my boyfriend because he was agnostic and he just didn't understand anything that I was trying to say and so um that was just kind of the start of like my faith and I've had like my ups and downs um 
started dating another guy in between that that like also didn't fully believe in God and I just didn't see the importance of how important that is of like dating someone who has the same views like as you and then he broke up with me eventually and that like took me down a dark path but in the end I realized like how God was so faithful through all that and taught me so many different lessons that we can like get into later that um just like showed me how sovereign he is that he would just take things away and teach me lessons that I really needed to learn but also was just there for me and gave me things that I needed like certain people who are still with me today that just have really grown me as a person so yeah yay <laughs> I've never heard that before like Stephanie I know I was, I was thinking about that I was like wow we have I ever we probably should have yeah I know <laughs> but like there you go <laughs> so, so thanks for sharing yeah and sharing with everyone else as well because I think that will help yeah a lot of girls especially I mean LSU culture is very similar to your high exactly, school yeah. so I know that it probably seems like they can't get out of whatever cycle they're in or the culture that they're in or the friends that they're stuck with in a sense Mm -hmm. but like you're just proof that like you were able to which I think is cool no definitely a hard thing but um yeah just like with everybody at LSU like everybody's from so many different places that they have so many different cultures and something I found is a lot of people from Louisiana it's called like the Bible Belt I've never heard of that which Mm -hmm. is like kind of funny but just that like you would go to a Christian private school or just the atmosphere here just being kind of religious um a lot of people haven't had kind of the past that I've had and I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it a lot because they're scared because they have like not heard a lot of people um go through many things or like have major sexual sin in their past or have partied a lot and this is like their first time witnessing it like at a college and like getting into it and being afraid of how to deal with it so yeah, I'm really happy to um be vulnerable about it. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy too. Um, so we kind of obviously just talked about your faith as a whole, but something I admire about you is you're very consistent in your lifestyle with the Lord. And so what does that kind of look like for you on a day-to-day basis? Yes. So um it's definitely been a rocky road. <laughs> um as it is for everyone though. No, yeah. obviously. <laughs> One like thing that I would just like to start off with is I know that like even me going into it and I was like at a church high at like a Bible high I was like wow like nothing's gonna stop me God is absolutely amazing which totally true but you're going to have some times in your life where you're going to fall again and you're going to do something of your past or you're going to like I did like date somebody who didn't even believe in God and I had just realized how important God was in my life and things are going to happen but you need to realize that that is why like God says like we are sinful in nature and like why we're just of our flesh and like that we're going to make mistakes and continue to sin and so that's just something I would like to say like off the bat like I'm not perfect I like fall into like sins like way in my past continually all the time but it's the importance of repenting and like coming to God and just being like, God, like, I know that you love me. And I know that like, you have something in store for me that's way greater than what is happening right now. And just like coming to that. And I would say there's three major things that like help me in that it's one is community. So like you, like great friend, like just surrounding yourselves with good friends that also are striving to walk with God. And that every day, like they're holding you accountable and you're holding them accountable like you need a community of people especially in college just like 
with like different atmospheres and different people in your life, you need your closest friends to be people that are believers that are going to push you in that way. And then a second one I would say would be prayer. And that's something that was really hard for me the first year that I really got um, deeper into my faith. But I realized is like one of the most important things, especially just like for me, like having that relationship with God and being able to communicate and talk to him and just like having another friend in your life and just like telling him about everything and just talking to him and asking for like wisdom and just um, confessing sins. It's such an important aspect to feel that you are close to him and that he is in your life as like a person. And then also the third thing I would say is staying in the word because that is where we gain all of our wisdom and all of our direction and just everything that we do on a daily basis. Like that's what we base it off of. Like um, I heard Andrew um, pastor at the refuge. um, He was saying how probably every single situation you can ever deal with has advice for you like in the bible there's something that you can relate it to so i think that those three things i just have to continue to remind myself like that is what's going to keep me consistent and in the word and with god through all of that yeah that's all really good and there was a verse i was reading this morning and i just read it this morning and Mm -hmm. i already forgot but talking about like when you're saturated with water that's going to produce growth like Mm -hmm. referring to the word of god and so i think that's cool too like to be able to grow in that consistency you need to be doing all those things like community and the word and prayer I can't remember it but it was a great verse no yeah and like actually something that I live by and I've actually um I'm reading this book of proverbs right now and not book of proverbs I'm reading proverbs but I'm also reading this <laughs> commentary on proverbs and um it just goes through like each chapter and some of them even breaks the chapters into like just like a set of verses but one of the main things in there was talking about how what you put in your body, you overflow with. And just like um, Proverbs is the book of wisdom. And so it was just saying how like everything that we um, receive. So that has to do with like music and the people we surround ourselves with and what we read and what we listen to and just everything to do with that, like we're going to overflow with. And so just like you said, like saturating ourselves with water, saturating ourselves with the word, like that is what we're going to produce and grow in. So I I love that. I think that's a very important thing that I live by too now, you know? Yeah, for sure. So kind of moving back. Oh my gosh. My voice is. Oh yeah. (coughs) So I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Um, but as I was saying, going back to kind of like the resisting temptations kind of theme, how do you resist the appeal of sin um even when it seems so tempting and like we talk about this a lot it makes like a lot of times you sin because you think it will make you happier and better so kind of how do you resist the appeal and the enticement of it in a sense so um kind of like I said like trust me it's been such (laughs) a rocky road and it is so hard like I think that's something that also is just not talked about a lot is just how hard it is to not fall into certain things because they are so tempting and God even tells us like sin is tempting or we wouldn't want to do it right so just knowing that and also knowing that on the other hand God is sovereign he created the universe he created us he created literally everything that we could ever think about so just knowing that and also thinking okay so since he created all these things and all the things also having to do 
with sin that he also knows what is best for us so just like also coming to like the point of god loves us so much and that he sent his only son down for us himself in human form down for us on the earth and lived an absolutely perfect life for us and did all those things and died and resurrected for us so that he could take away those sins because he knows that they are so harmful and that those things that we do just continually fall in because we are of the flesh from the very beginning, just knowing that he does love us so much and he knows all, I'm like, okay, then if he knows that, he knows those sins and he knows what's best for us and he knows they're harmful. So I am going to try like my best to not do those things because he knows that they're harmful for us. So like that kind of whole like aspect and like conception like of that, if that made sense. No, yes, I mean? definitely. It did. Yeah. And so I think that's just like a good reminder of just like, hey, like I need to remind myself of God's character. And also an important thing of the book I'm reading as well is just and something I'm struggling with right now is just maintaining a healthy and balance of fear of the Lord and also love of the Lord mm-hmm. in the same respect so that I like realize like why he's doing it, why he's saying certain things, his character and just everything to do with that. Yeah, that's a very good way to look at it as well. I yeah. think, I mean, the classic way to look at it is like, oh my gosh, these rules suck. Yeah. But like when you really, when you take a step back and take yourself out of it and look at what the Lord says is going to fulfill you, then just sin becomes way less appealing. Yeah. And like, also like, even me like not really knowing the true gospel and the way to walk life just like living my regular high school life like I would always say like no like I'm a good person I feel like I'm a good person even doing all those things like I would still be like oh no I'm a good person I'm very kind to people and all these things but it's truly more of just God does in fact know and I only knew that when I started reading when I started praying when I asked God like God I don't understand like I find these good things that I want to do like why can I do them and it's just praying and reading and finding those things out and God will reveal them to you and it's just like being really faithful in that and knowing that which is like always hard but just stepping in that direction because in the end I now look back and I'm like dang like he really was trying to protect me from so much and like I'm redeemed in him and I know that but I just like look back and how much hurt and heartache that I could have saved myself if I listened to him and just knowing that now you know yeah for sure so more specifically I know we kind of talked beforehand and you want to talk a little bit about your journey with you know sexual sin and like temptation with boys Mm -hmm. and I know that's something that like a lot of girls struggle with and it's being talked about more but Mm -hmm. I still feel like it's not talked about nearly enough especially I know refuge does a good job but I know my friends at other schools that might be listening to this like they don't talk about it at all so kind of like walk us through your journey with that more specifically but also you know how the Lord has redeemed you because I feel like that's also an important thing to mention yeah so um kind of like I mentioned earlier in my testimony like in high school and like honestly the first like year of college like boys were my sense of like validation like I would just go from guy to guy and like honestly just like relationship to relationship and just like even just talking to a guy or like talking to multiple guys like I would always just find that and be like oh like he likes me he calls me pretty like he thinks I'm attractive like I would base so many things that I did off of like guys and 
I, um, I had three relationships now. So my first one was in high school. And then the second one, like I said, was after I kind of found my faith a little bit. And then, um, the guy that I'm dating now, but just like my, even my first boyfriend, like I just didn't realize why it was a bad thing to, um, be doing that with him or be doing anything with him. And so then like, after we broke up, I realized like, wow, like I truly do have such a connection with him because I did like those things with him and they're so intimate and God created those to be in a covenant of marriage and to be close with somebody in a way that you will never be close with anybody else. And like, trust me, like I'm saying that knowing that I have been with uh, multiple guys, but that it just looking back on it, I'm like, dang, like now, like in this relationship that I am in now, I care about him so much and he is such an amazing guy. And like, I like always think about like our future and it's just, it really hurts sometimes. And it's brings me a lot of shame and guilt, um, too, sometimes that where I'm like, wow, I've done so many things with so many other guys. And now I can't show this guy that I'm with now, how much I care about him and give them that part of me to be only with him because I like did like have that in my past. And, um, I think it's just more seeing that, but also, and I know like we're, um, we could talk about it later, but just that I do realize that all that shame and guilt is from the devil. And like, he is trying to put that on me so that I do want to, um, seclude myself and not talk about it to other people. But I think that it is so important. And God like even tells us like confess your sins to others because, it is important to like shine light on them and also that it will help other people with what they're struggling with. So I think that's just like a really big thing that if you like are afraid to talk about it and you've made a mistake or you are continually um, falling into sexual sin, which I can definitely say like doesn't stop when you get in a relationship, even with somebody that um, is a Christian and has those same beliefs, like you will want to do those things. You will care about someone and multiple people that you're like, oh, like, I want to give that to them. But it's just truly God being like, hey, like, I love you so much. And I want you to be able to love somebody so much and marry them and have somebody truly special with them. And like, he will redeem you and he will make you new within him. But just like having those little parts of me that still hurts that have been taken away from me, like, I can't really like, get back but through this healing process with God and praying about it like he continually helps me um shed that shame and bring light to it and talk to other people and really like help other people about it so that's just like a little something of just what has happened and just like kind of it does continue to happen but you just have to fight it and why it truly is so important to be on the same page belief-wise and just mentally with the person that you do care about and like the term equally yoked like it's just so important you know yeah definitely thank you for sharing that yeah sure so you mentioned this a little bit so now I guess we can talk about it more specifically yeah how do you remind yourself like that the Lord knows best and when the devil like starts to feed you those lies how do you resist those because that's a hard thing with any type of thing but I think specifically um also with sexual sin as well yeah so that's like such a big (laughs) thing too and like kind of how I mentioned earlier like Bible Belt, like, um, a lot of my friends and, like, in the very beginning, a bunch of girls would be, like, 
oh yeah, I'm dealing with sexual sin, all these things. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, like I'd be so excited for like to talk about it. Cause I'd be like, oh, like I need somebody to talk about this with me. And they, um, and like not saying that any part is worse than the other, but that they would be like, yeah, like I am still a virgin, but we weren't really far or like, yeah, like he put his like hand under my shirt and I'd be like, oh, like, yeah, like totally. <laughs> like I understand that, but also just like me knowing like, oh, I feel like such a terrible person. I've done so many things that like, just, I don't even want to talk about to anybody because I feel like nobody understands. And I think one of the major things that has also helped me is kind of what I said, just like through the word, I just read like God over and over and over again, just extends his forgiveness and his grace and just how much he does love us. And the main reason why he is telling me not to have sex and not to even do anything like with my boyfriend in that way to where like, even like blessing and just like, um, I've heard um, becoming something as a podcast that I listen to. And he said multiple times, just in the act, like what's too far, genuinely just like preparing yourself for sex. So like when your body like feels like turned on and like all those things, like that is when like you realize, oh, like I'm lusting after them. And God like doesn't want us to do those things because he just cares about us. And he knows that each of those little steps that we take towards that it's going to be harder and harder and harder for us to come back with. Like I can very much attest to even in such a good relationship that I am in now, it's just so hard and just going those steps further, but also each step is going to take a little piece away from you too. And like what I said, having shame and guilt, but that he extends it over and over and over again. And I was trying to think about um, a verse that I was thinking about earlier, but just that when we call on, I think it's like Romans 10 something, but like when we call on the Lord, like he will forgive us. And he like sent his son down for us, like for this exact reason to free us of feeling the shame and guilt. Like I have to remind myself that, that he like does love us so much that he did all that for us so that we are able to talk to God ourselves and we don't have to sacrifice like a lamb or something like (laughs) we're able to like talk to him and we can just call on him and he's like hey like I love you and I forgive you and I just want to be close to you and like that relationship and like prayer like I said earlier is just why so precious and important to me because it just shows me gosh, he like loves me. I'm able to talk to him and he like answers my prayers continually. And so like, I think that's just like something like super important and just cool to have is that like relationship and reminders of of what he's done for me in my past too. Yeah, that's good. It's so cool hearing you like so passionate about the way that like, gets me I'm fired like, up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, keep going. Like it's so, oh, it makes it's me contagious. like, no, truly yeah. it is. No, I love it so much. So you kind of gave like a little bit of these, but do you have like practical steps for those listening in terms of like all this like obviously you did give like prayer and the word and community at the beginning but do you have any other more like things that you do that just like kind of help yeah so um one of the main things like I've said so many times and I know truly like I've talked to so many people prayer is a hard habit for people to form Mm -hmm. I I wonder why it is I don't know but it is no yeah like I am say that now and sometimes I'm like guys like just like take a couple minutes like talk to God like you know yeah but then I flash back and I'm like oh I remember when I would literally like not want to pray I'd be like something like I don't even want to pray 
and it's like an easy thing that seems to do but like I truly believe too that like Satan does put things on our heart like that to where he's just like no like it is a lot like you don't need to talk to God like you don't need to do those things like you're fine but I think that just forming like a little habit like what really helped me is I'm a very busy person I do a lot of things and um I think forming the habit of like hey like I'm gonna wake up like 10 minutes early and this can do with like being in the word and like praying like I think both of those can like also combine just like praying before you read for God to open up your heart just taking like 10 15 20 whatever minutes that like you have and sometimes I understand like it's really hard to wake up early but in your busy schedule, finding those time slots where you're like, hey, I'm not going to do anything else in this time slot because truly doesn't take that much. And I'm going to discipline myself and pray to God about my, like what I'm thankful for, um, just the struggles I'm having in my life and just what I need him to open up to me right now. And just like doing a quick prayer, praying about your family just for like five minutes, anything like that. And then just like getting in the word and just forming habits of doing that. It's so hard, but oh my gosh, am I so thankful that I did spend time doing that for like multiple weeks. It then became habit. And now it's not even something I have to do. It's like, wow, I love God. Like he is so faithful and I get to spend time with him every day. And it's just so like hard to explain, but such a good thing to like form those habits. Um, And then I think a couple like other things that just with this podcast and kind of what we talked about, but just with guys in general, like a couple tips that I can give is just one of the most important things, like I said earlier, is to be equally yoked, like with your partner, like whether that be like your girlfriend or boyfriend, but just that like with my boyfriend, like that we are on the same page, communication and boundaries. Like, can I not stress (laughs) that enough? I never did that with my first two boyfriends and I was really afraid too that they would like break up with me or they think I'm crazy or think I'm too much or that I'm too anyway but like truly like if they feel that way or if they say that like you do not like want to be with them because that is so important just to be able to have those open vulnerable conversations like like a couple things like hey like this is something that we're doing that I'm not really comfortable with. And like, I kind of wanted to talk about it and just explain like my perspective. And like, obviously, like if you're having some conviction over that, like God's going to put something on your heart also to talk about and just, just related to scripture and just be able to have that open conversation, but also those boundaries of like, Hey, like, I think that we keep making out and keep touching each other in a certain way that I'm really uncomfortable with. So like, maybe we shouldn't, um, be in a bed alone together like with closed doors or like whatever you need to do whether like if you are good in that way hey like respect yourselves like know yourself um use like discernment in that but like also if you're like no like every single time we're watching a movie like Jacob and I had to talk about this like that every single time we're watching a movie like we're laying down and we end up making out and then that like drives both of our minds in different places no matter like what happens it's still not a good thing like like have the door open, maybe don't kiss like while laying down, like just so many little things. So like, I would say the two things are like, just being equally yoked with your partner and also having an open vulnerable floor um, of communication and boundaries. Yeah, that's good. I think that'll be really helpful for a lot of people, especially communication, because I think people get nervous. Yeah, but it's 
so it's critical. said so often but I don't think people really like truly use it like in that way like to just be vulnerable and also just respect what they're saying and just also like we heard the other day just come in with trust and love and not just accusing them of wanting to like hurt you like maybe just come into the conversation like hey like I know that you love me and I trust you but I just don't understand why this happened or this is making me feel this way and having that open floor you know yeah for sure so last question before we get to the speed round but how do you remind yourself of God's grace um because you know the and we know the cross tells us we're forgiven and loved by Christ but especially I feel like the world tries to make you feel worse about sexual sin mm-hmm. than others I don't know why it's oh, like yeah. that <laughs> but it is and so how do you remind yourself of God's grace because even the church I feel like can like make you feel so like this sin is worse than others when obviously it's not you know yeah. oh a hundred percent and um no like it's definitely hard and honestly like with sexual sin too not only just like it being such a big thing in the world of like oh, do whatever you want, like, at all times versus also people being, like, wow, you're truly, like, the worst if you even kiss somebody before you get married. Like, there's such big spectrums with it. And, like, truly, like, this is one of the main things where I'm, like, you know what? Like, it's the centered around the gospel. It's the gospel truth. Like, God loves you. Like, I said, like, a couple times, like, he loves you so much. Like, he did these things for you. He put these restrictions in place not because he said um I don't want them to do these things because I want to take that joy away from them like no like there's a purpose like he truly has those things in place to keep us from harm because he loves us like like a parent like our parents do um I know it's hard because some people don't have a great relationship with their parents and like sometimes I will get on a bad foot with like my dad and like what he wants me to do but truly like the main point is just that they are looking out for you and they care for you and that they love you. And all I know that is that God truly does, no matter what earthly parent or figure does, like I know that God is perfect and he truly does. And he like sent himself down for us and set us free with the resurrection um, after three days and being buried and just defeating death and sin. And it's just like, wow, it's so hard to comprehend all that. But just like thinking about that and feeling that little feeling that you do like understand he does love us so much and he wants us to be able to confess our sins and one of them was john um first john 1 9 he says confess and that he will be faithful to us and that he will forgive us and like i said earlier like whoever calls on god he'll forgive you like he continually throughout the bible says that he is a forgiving and loving God and just knowing that and being like wow like you're right like I'm gonna turn away from those things that make me feel empty and gross and go towards you because he will continue to fill you and forgive you and love you and in the end like you said like he died on that cross and we are going to be with him for eternity and just to be able to realize that and know how short of a life we are actually going to live compared to being with God forever you know yeah for yeah. sure so before we get to the fun questions could you just pray for anyone listening yeah um who might be dealing with these things yeah okay um god like one i just praise you and thank you for every single good thing that you have given um to us in our life god and also 
all the things that were bad that you took away, God, because I know that that's something that I had really struggled with in the past. And I just wondered, why is this person breaking up with me? Why is this door closing on me? Why is this happening? Why are you telling me not to do these things, God? But you are so faithful and amazing, God, that you have revealed those things to me, God. And I pray over our listeners, God, that you reveal those things to them too, God, and just what you're doing. Um, I know that you are just so um, large in love and forgiveness and grace that it can be hard to understand, God. So I pray over our listeners too, that you just open their hearts and minds to your word and everything that you have to say, God, that you are so loving and just to give them even an ounce of your love, God, because I know that even that is overwhelming, God. And also, God, just specifically over sexual sin, God, something that is not talked about in great detail and especially just in small communities can be hidden, God. And I just pray over people that are struggling with that and that are having a hard time with that, God, that you give them somebody to trust and open up to. And God, even to you, that you put it on their hearts to confess to you, God, and just to show them how fulfilling that you can be in their lives, God. And we love you so much. And in your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. That was so good. So really quick before we end, um, it's always weird going from like oh no, I know that to this. But um, for those who don't know, Stephanie is like a workout queen. For lack of better word, I don't really kind know of. how else to say. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to ask her just like some fun questions about that. So like, what's your favorite workout fit? Like, I, that was a cringy way of wording that, but like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Honestly, um. Gymshark is like my favorite fit to like lift in. I love their leggings and some of their tops, like super cute. But Lulu, and I just got my first outfit from Free People. Their clothes and Lulu, honestly, are so soft and comfortable and like breathable. So I love using those for like like running and sports and all that. So like those are my two different ones for like different things. So okay, fun. So then, what is like? your favorite pre-workout I don't really know a lot about this stuff okay yeah but I think that was like the right way to phrase it yes okay <laughs> so this is really funny but I have a pre-workout right now called bucked up okay so <laughs> not vulgar but like in a way and um I literally like do not drink caffeine I don't drink coffee I literally don't drink like anything I'll use it every once in a while in like a third of a scoop so really um I've heard great things about Alani U or Alani or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Like, a lot of my friends use that, like, especially for girls. Like, that's a great one to use, and it doesn't give you um those jitters, like, that a lot of people get from other ones. But for me, because I don't drink a lot of caffeine, Trader Joe's has these vegan power balls Ooh. or, like, power, like, energy protein bars, and I love just, like, eating those, like, 30 minutes for, like, quick sugar and energy before I work out. So, yeah. Okay, good to know. And then your favorite healthy snack. Okay, so one of my little healthy like desserts that I've been doing recently. Um, one of my staples actually is like berries and cream. <laughs> so <laughs> no way. I'll do like blueberries and like strawberries and raspberries and I'll put like whipped cream on top of it. And that's just like a sweet, like healthy, light thing to eat. But one of my main things is getting like Greek yogurt or any type of yogurt that you like, but more plain. And then putting like peanut butter on the side and like blueberries and honey. And you kind of make like an acai bowl, but with like yogurt. And it's just like good for you. You get like probiotics and then antioxidants and all that stuff. But it's like so good. And I eat it like all the time now. So, okay, I'll have to try that. And then your favorite type of workout? 
Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I know. I like only go on the treadmill like, and what? like don't do much. <laughs> Did you win your lifting race? Or... Yeah. But um, for lifting, I love benching, and that sounds so like I think a lot of girls are like, oh my gosh, like no, like a lot of guys lift and they get like kind of scared to bench and stuff. But honestly, like that's one of my favorite things. It makes me feel so strong that I'm able to like lift that and just like bench press. So like, that's my favorite lifting, but. For sports recently, I've been playing tennis. I'm even playing tennis tonight. Oh, fun. Yeah, so, like, I like to do that. And you get a lot more running in than you think you're going to get. Because, like, you're running, like, back and forth. And I never knew that. It's actually really hard. I know. I'm really bad at tennis. My dream is to be, like, a great, cute tennis girl. But it's actually so hard. And outdoor voices, like, dress. And just, like, slay. Yeah. (laughs) No, for sure. And then last two questions, which I don't... Now that I'm reading this, they don't really have to do with fitness. So I don't know why I wrote them. But your favorite brand and then your favorite store. Okay, yeah. So my favorite brand... did I not send you these? No, you did. I'm just, like, now thinking about it. But... (laughs) um. My favorite brand is definitely Urban Outfitters. Love that store with my whole heart. I know that I knew that so you're going to say that. Yeah. I know that they're so expensive, but I always shop sale. And like, especially when they're like sale and an extra 40% off, I'm on there and I buy it within like two minutes. And I need to stop because I literally don't have any more room. But that's my favorite brand. And then honestly, my favorite store might be Altered State. Those are so different. I know. I was I was just thinking about that. Out loud. <laughs> but that's good. Like, that means you're diverse. Have a yeah, huge range of style. And I'm just kind of like different like that. <laughs> but um, Altered State, their stuff is literally gorgeous. It is so expensive though. But both Urban and Altered State have great sales. And that's like basically where I get everything from. So like, that's fine. Well, perfect. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And thanks to everyone who listened to the first, I think this will be the first. I'm so pretty sure this will be the first episode of the second season. (laughs) So yeah, I'll see everyone next week. Bye.